This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Happy three things you need to hear in order to get about your day on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, we call it the three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Well, apparently there was a sports ball game that occurred last night, and something pretty spectacular happened at the end of that game, and it benefits us in the state of Minnesota greatly. just listening to it and I am not a huge sports ball fan um, but when I hear that I get goosebumps because I know what it means to the people who are fans and, and for the state and how excited everybody really is about this and how it almost didn't happen and well, yeah, that's I mean, what's it, so spectacular. I think just because it was such a spectacular play and again I think Vikings fans have a record of not um, again I don't know a, a damn thing about sports so I'm not even going to try to pretend to do it right now for this but um, I will say it seems that um, people tend to maybe not ha- uh, think that we're going to do the impossible and so whenever you see somebody actually doing the impossible well, near impossible mm-hmm. um, it's certainly fascinating and and uh, obviously for everybody in the Twin Cities knowing that the Super Bowl is two weeks, three weeks away, three mm-hmm. weeks away. It's um, coming. That it very likely could be uh, involving the team uh, whose city is hosting it. I mean, that's kind of fascinating, right? That's never happened. Um, it, 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 I, at first, I, I thought like it had happened at one point. I was talking to my husband about it the other day, who is a self-described uh, total sports nut. And uh, will be joining us later in the show to tell us why we should be more excited than we are about this. Um, but... He he said I said didn't it happen once and he goes no it's never happened and that's why it would be such a big deal uh, so that I think is just one reason why they are so ding dang excited um, I will say I bet everybody who's doing the Super Bowl planning is like please don't win please don't win they're not going to say that out loud because like you want Pete right like all of a sudden half the people that were about to travel to the Twin Cities and spend money. Um, will be living here. Not that, you know, it's not going to be an amazing thing and not that everybody won't be freaking out. And I'm sure a hundred people will tell us why that is still a great thing. But still, you've got to believe that on some level people are like, um, Oh, it's going to be insane here. If, if, if they go, it's going to be insane regardless. Yeah. It's going to be insane, insaner. (laughs) We're on door number two. Let's see what we've got. All right. So 
Let's talk about Oprah. She was on uh, CBS Sunday Morning. You know, she's got a, a gig with um, CBS now because of Gail. How did she get that, I wonder? Uh, interesting. Anyway, Gail. she sat down and uh, chatted with some ladies responsible for uh, the Time's Up movement. Again, Time's Up movement. That's sort of uh, in conjunction with Me Too, this notion that uh, it is no longer acceptable for men to sexually abuse, sexually assault, and otherwise uh, not um, treat women fairly and equitably in the workplace. On raising awareness, how is this going to help the waitress the farm worker, the factory worker, the caregiver. We have to maintain the momentum of this conversation because they can't. It's not only in what we're doing with a group like Time's Up, but it's in the content we're creating, the conversations we're having. We have to continue this work because we do have the spotlight. They also have the money. The $16 million Time's Up Legal Defense Fund can help harassment victims get a lawyer if they need one. There are so many men and women now who are uncomfortable in their workplaces because of all that's been uncovered and aren't just really sure how to be. What do we say to them? We're humans. We're all humans. And I think it's treating people as fellow humans and and it's not because you have a, a daughter that you respect a woman it's not because you have a wife or a sister it's because we're human beings whether we're related to a man or not we deserve the same respect we have an instinct about how to treat our fellow human beings so that's just uh, a teeny slice of the interview i think it's about 12 minutes you can go back and watch it online that oprah sat down with a lot of the movers and shakers behind time's up and I should say you heard there Natalie Portman. You also heard um, Kathleen Kennedy, who uh, um, who is responsible for Star Wars and a bunch of other amazing things. There was also Shonda Rhimes. Uh, they had Nina Shaw, uh, America Ferreira, Reese Witherspoon, and others in that interview. But um, in this particular case, they're trying to make the argument that you need to take the Time's Up movement beyond just Hollywood. So you've got the spotlight on Hollywood, right? through Harvey Weinstein, et cetera, but they're trying to make that transcend this particular industry and have effects for real effects. At least that's their argument uh, for women beyond Hollywood. Which is, I think, a message that that we need to hear. We not in Hollywood, those of us, which is the majority of us who are not in Hollywood, you know, while we've been watching this from a distance, um, it, it is a sort of a different animal, right? Because... Um, that's all we're hearing about is in that industry, how it has been so pervasive. But those of us who are in real life are thinking, yeah, but what about, you know, this person that I know who had this thing happen? Uh, and so hearing them say, like, this, is, this isn't this is really just about us. This is about all of us. Um, that's a message. It was time to hear that message. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm thankful to Oprah for for having that conversation. Um, let's Let's continue in our number three with uh, some more Oprah related. And here it is behind door number one. I say Oprah related because you remember last week we were talking about uh, Seal. Yeah. Out of nowhere, Seal makes a statement that, um, well, he, he retweeted a meme and it was a meme that essentially 
held Hollywood to account, but in the in the meme itself, that is the photo that he retweeted or posted on the internet, showed Oprah Winfrey, um, you know, uh, with women in Hollywood, and then Oprah Winfrey snuggling up with Harvey Weinstein in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and sort of making the point that Hollywood's got blood on its hands. People took it as a direct attack on Oprah. Let's listen to Seal, though, in response to the backlash he received after he made those comments. Now let's get straight to it. Let me start by saying that I have an enormous amount of respect for everything that Oprah has achieved and contributed in her life. What I reposted was not an attack on Oprah at all. She just happened to be the person photographed with the pig in the picture. No, what I reposted was commentary on the hypocritical and double standard nature and behavior of Hollywood. So Fox News, back off. But I'll get to you later. Next, to those of us who support the Me Too movement, just know this. Not one of the women who have been sexually abused, not one of the women who have come forward has received any real justice whatsoever. Losing your job because you either A, raped, B, sexually abused, or even sexually harassed a woman is not real punishment. Okay, so that was uh, part of his Instagram post, Seal, again, responding to the backlash she got over uh, uh, over posting the initial meme about Oprah, which really it was Oprah in that meme. But the point was in that meme um, there Hollywood is has a double standard when it comes to people like Harvey Weinstein. And there's another point that he um, that he makes that I think we should talk about. But I just want to say I got all Golden Globesy there. Oh, you with, had a um, Francis McDormand, Francis McDormand mo- because moment. I forgot in there that he says Fox News and it the way he says it. You're just like, what? Wait, hold on. Anyway, can I also I just say both your faces? Oh, gosh, we both did. We both were like, whoa. Can I just say, though, also, um, I could sit and listen to him speak at length about this for hours because a the accent, but b just to hear him speak so um, eloquently, eloquently, and in defense of 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 the victims. Yeah, it's kind of refreshing. Um, it it absolutely is, and 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 that was the thing. Uh, that was the point that I wanted to. Um, go back to that he makes in here is that people there has not been actual consequence so if so yes people in high places have lost uh, sources of revenue but if you think in terms of punishment usually punishment is something that's supposed to be meted out in an effort to um for there to be a consequence right to right. take something away in in a way that i don't want to say hurts but is more significant than that million dollar project you were about to embark on is no longer mm-hmm. right and and what i marvel at is in all of this conversation and in all of this torrent of of me too and and sexual assault scandals allegations and truths very little people have actually been like arrested right. if anybody. I mean, I'm trying to think who I mean, yes, there are active cases and it'll probably take time for those to sort of work their way through the system because the system's notoriously slow because for good reason there's a thing called due process. But it is fascinating to think that like 
there's not a lot of consequence going on right now. Or punishment. Because to me, I think there's a subtle difference between a consequence and a punishment, right? Like, if my kid forgets his... Uh, I'm trying to think of something that... If my kid hits his brother, um, there is a consequence of that, right? Like, now his brother is hurt. He has to... Like, there's a consequence of that situation, but then there's the punishment that is issued by me, the enforcer yeah. in the home. Um, th- it's not the same in Hollywood. They're not having that exact same um, response in these stories. There are consequences, but there hasn't been any punishment. Yeah. Um, it's interesting and definitely like I want to hear him talk more about that. Yeah. Seal, so I would like I to subscribe like, to your newsletter. I feel like he suffered a lot of back. I shouldn't say suffered. He received a, a large uh, amount of backlash online after he made that comment about Oprah. And it just tells you far more about how uh, unwilling we are to have actual, thoughtful, rational conversations on social media. And really, we're just ready to sort of, you know, launch expletives and epithets at people um, from the comfort of our own, you know, iPhone. So, you know, insofar as he used social media to have an actual conversation with that rebuttal, I mean, kudos to him. Yeah. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is coming in with heap and hop, big pile of dirt. Heap and hop? Are you sober? No. Did you yes, I am. I just night? no, I just have not slept well. A heaping helping is what I was trying to say of dirt with her dirt alert on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Ah, another beautiful manuary day. But it's not my favorite day of Manuary. The day we crown and sash Mr. Manuary? Nope. The best day of Manuary is the one with the Manuary party. And this year it's at one of the most fun places around, Can Can Wonderland. And you can join us. I can can. Oh, Lori. I was talking to all the my talkers out there who want to be part of the fun night of mingling and mini golf. The Manuary 2018 party, January 17th at Can Can Wonderland. And for the first time ever, there are two ways to get into our Manuary party. You can be lucky and win your way in or take advantage of a select number of tickets for purchase. So be listening Wednesday through Monday for the Hot Ticket Sounder. It's on, man! Aw, thanks, Marley. Or buy your tickets now at mytalk1071.com. Keyword party. It's the Manuary 2018 party at Can Can Wonderland. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with the dirt. Hello, Elizabeth Hello, Reese. Hello, my friends. Hi. What a nice day to be with you. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Yes. Day. And the Vikings won the big game. I heard about that. It's all that anyone can <laughs> talk about. It's just everyone's beside themselves with joy. And Josh Duhamel was here for the game. He shot a little Instagram video of himself so cool. outside U.S. Bank Stadium. We have so a friend who got our picture with him. Oh, really? Like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he um, doesn't look bad. No, he oh, definitely, no, he's was he a by himself? Man. Who was he with? Uh, in the picture, he was by himself. I don't know if he... If he, like, brings had, I'm friends. I'm sure he had an entourage. You think, but, really? He probably just has a couple season tickets, wouldn't you think? Probably. Probably has, probably has two yeah. season tickets. Yeah. And then he'd go, well, maybe he has four. Who knows? Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You never know. It's very exciting to have him here mm-hmm. as a Viking. Welcome, fan. Josh. Welcome home. Um, I mean, boy, come on the you know darn celebrity station already. Would you? Know you? What I mean? I know. Come on, my Get talk, in man. here. We're what are waiting. you doing? Yeah, he can talk Vikings. He can cheer for the Vikings yeah, we'll for as long as he Vikings wants. Vikings as long as he wants. He'll have an open platform. Well, this is sad news. Dolores O'Rourdon, uh, the Cranberries lead singer, died at the age of 46. This is terribly sad. I know. I love the Cranberries. She's Irish. Uh, she died suddenly in London. And she was in London for a short recording session. No further details are available at this time in terms, you know, trying to figure out what were the circumstances surrounding her death. Uh, The statement from the band, her publicist, says family members are devastated to hear the breaking news and have requested privacy at this very difficult time. She has um, a son, Taylor Baxter Burton, and then her daughters, Dakota Rain and Molly Lee Burton, with her ex-husband, Don Burton. They were married from 1994 to just 2014. And how do you know how old her kids are? Mm, I don't. Oh, it's just, it's so sad. And again, you but know. she's only 46. That's the thing. People don't just. Something went on Something here. happened. You don't just, you know, die of natural causes at 46, I right? Know. So. Um, you know, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. That the publicist is not confirming or, or they don't have the information. Yeah, some new information share, is going to be coming out. To which I would just say, you know, let's all there will be rumors. Yeah, because we live in a 24 hour news cycle. We think we can get our news immediately. Well, there's two things that I've read so far. And, you know, people pointed out she's apparently had some like long term back problems, okay. which forced her to cancel concerts. And I guess in May of this year or of last year, she uh, declared that she'd been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Oh, None of yeah. those things necessarily had Add anything up to, to do anything, with her death, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, those are just some of the things people have mentioned thus far. We will wait and see more, yeah. but the Cranberries were like one of the defining bands of high school for oh, me. Oh, man. I mean, I yes. love them. Let, what is it called? It's not called Let It Linger. Yeah, it's just called Linger. Linger, yeah. Oh, I would Do just sit and listen to that song and just like feel the feeling. Feel the I feel. definitely oh. had a cranberry phase in the 90s. And like watch the movie right? Empire Records and watch my so-called life mm-hmm. and listen to the cranberries and just be angsty. Yeah. And it, that was a great time to be angsty. It was. was. I was in high school. Yes. Doc Martens and angst. And angst and flannel shirts. Yes. I know. And Nirvana. It's all coming back. It really is. Gosh, I just... Oh, boy. I know. Feels like AVHS, class of 99. Um, another sad death to report, which is uh, the loss of Jill Zarin's husband, Bobby. Jill Zarin was one of the real housewives of New York. She was best friends with Bethany Frankel for a long time before they had a very public, very terrible falling out. Uh, but Bobby Zarin died at the age of 71. He had been dealing with cancer, and uh, she shared a touching tribute to her late husband online. And then you saw some pictures today of some of the other Real Housewives going to the funeral services. Mm. So that was sad for her. Yeah, very sad. I know. It's funny how 71 just doesn't seem that old anymore. No, it's not. It's such not. It's such an interesting perspective that, you know, I mean, we were just talking about this with my in-laws last night because... 
my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law are both turning 40 this year. And so we were like, what are you guys going to do and whatever. And then we were talking about, gosh, do you remember when your parents turned 40? Oh my gosh. And how it seemed like the end of their lives. It just seemed so old. And I was so old when my parents turned 40. When I turned 40, my children won't even, can one of them won't even be able to speak still. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I mean, I felt like 40 was like sort of be actually becoming an adult. Like, okay, now you're an adult. I still don't feel that way. But I know. I feel like that is like the earliest you feel like you're an adult. Well, now. and then there was a time when you thought of people who were retired as just being like, you know, doing nothing. Now, I mean, like my parents' friends oh. are in their early 60s and my parents, and they have the best they are having the best time of their lives now than they ever had. They have more disposable income, yep. more freedom, and frankly, more professional success than yeah. ever. Yeah, and they're busier than uh, than they've ever been. I know. I had yeah. talked to my mom. I was like, you got to slow down. Slow like, your roll. You don't need to have three job projects going on. Like, hang out with me. Yeah. Take care of my children. <laughs> Personal insights. I need you, mama. Speaking of mamas, is Kylie Jenner in labor? Oh my gosh, Twitter is losing its mind. Uh, this is how, like, the rumor culture that we're in, Colleen, that mm -hmm. you alluded to earlier, is so true that it's like one person tweets is Kylie Jenner in labor, and then it's like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. And then the it's being reported as fact, and it's still not confirmed. It's still not confirmed. I mean, at we've all. been they've been reporting uh, that she's pregnant as fact, and she's never actually confirmed it. So it's a very bizarre. It's bizarre. Thing. Yes, I know. It's really bizarre. So I don't know. I'll keep you posted on that. And then if you were um, in at Fashion Week in Milan, you saw the child of like every celebrity on the runway. This is what you do if you are a celebrity child, but you can't really sing or dance or act. Then you then you walk the runway. Then you walk the runway because <laughs> you just Lohan's look sister. great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Both of Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee's kids walk the runway. So did the kids of Diddy, Daniel Day-Lewis, James Marsden, Jude Law, and Pierce Brosnan wow. all on the runway in Milan Fashion Week. Kids? Her kids model. Yeah. yeah her I mean, her daughter is a should. mini. The family business. Yeah. Cindy, yeah. A right. mini Cindy. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Thanks Elizabeth. Elizabeth Reese. You can catch her next alert at 520. You can also see her on Twin Cities Live at 3 o'clock. All right. We need a caller to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize. 651-641-1071. Everything. Snozzberries. Who ever heard of a snozzberry? We are the music makers. And we are the dreamers of dreams. Entertainment. 30 seconds. We've got five questions for you. You could win a prize, but only if you get them all right and only at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com and we do everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And this is the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Jill on the line in Holly. What is Jill going to win? Jill's going to win a family four-pack of Fandango movie passes to see Paddington 2 in theaters now. Jill, the timer will begin after we ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. George Clooney rose to fame starring in what network TV drama? ER. The Oprah Winfrey show was taped in what city? Chicago. Who interrupted Taylor Swift's acceptance speech at the 2009 Video Music Awards? Kanye West. Who created the musical Hamilton? Um, Lynn Mel, Lynn Miguel. Lynn, oh, yep, yep, Lynn yep. Okay, is, Kate, is that right? Kate Hudson is the daughter of what actress? Goldie Hawn. Yeah. 
Yes. Yay. I always get them right when other people are doing it. I, I, I thought I got to call in. Okay, now let's just really quick go back to the creator of the musical Hamilton. I'll give it to her. We're going to give it to you, but yeah. it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Miranda. Ah. And you were reaching for it, and I could hear you reaching. I feel like <laughs> I mean, come it's, on. You know what? It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We, it's, most people are off work. That's what I'm saying. Most oh. people are off work, and I am just very proud that you called in to play, Jill. You are a winner. Hang tight. Holly's going to get all your information, and congratulations. Thanks. We do the 30-second pop culture challenge every day here on the Colleen and Bradley Show at 1230. So if you listened along and you thought, that sounds easy, I think I could do that, you You can can call in and try. We do it every single day. All you have to do is get those five questions right in 30 seconds, and you win a prize. Now, uh, Holly is finishing up with our caller, Jill, but I'll just set this up by telling you that every day we like to solve some mysteries. Uh, We think we're pretty good at it. We're getting better because we've been flexing the muscle. With this segment, we call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, all right. Today's first blind item is for the following person. It's an A-plus list, mostly movie actor. All right, so we're trying to solve this blind item for an A-plus list, mostly movie actor. Okay. This A-plus list, mostly movie actor, who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee, had a piece of luggage containing about $5 million when he landed overseas. I'm guessing he didn't declare that money before he left the United States. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, is this a confirmed, This is this one confirmed? No, this is not a confirmed blind item, which means that we're speculating on who this is based on the consensus in the comments section. Okay, okay. Matt okay. Damon? Uh, oh. I don't I mean, know, I'm I just know. thinking like who, born identity, you know. Oh. Mark Wahlberg didn't win an Academy Award, right? Uh, no, no, he so. didn't, not even nominated. I don't know why he came to mind. Anyway, moving on. All right, now this person, uh, I saw an article about him in the Daily Mail. And he indeed was overseas over the weekend hmm. celebrating the party of another actor. Okay. Can you give Mostly us movie like an age range maybe of the person? Early the 40s. Early oh. 40s. Okay. Okay. And are they currently nominated? Were they, have they, I mean, were they, are, were they a nominee for a movie like in a recent year? Uh, maybe like five to 10 years okay. ago. Leo? because it was mostly movie actor what was the not movie acting growing pains Ooh, (laughs) look at you guys you sleuths all right so i'll read it interesting filling in the blank leonardo dicaprio had a piece of luggage containing about five million dollars when he landed overseas i'm guessing he didn't declare that money before he left the united states on his way to orlando bloom's birthday party in morocco also can i just say like who Ooh, who travels with five million dollars in a suitcase? Rich people, I guess. Yeah. Right. But seriously, <laughs> yes. like that makes me—I'm going to be looking at every suitcase now. Next time I'm in the uh, airport, but that's a lot of money to well, have all in one spot. I would sit on it on the airplane. For him, it's nothing. I that, I, and I'm sure he wasn't flying coach. Well, yeah, but you know, you know what so I mean. So it's not like he's like his overhead bin is just you know full of five million dollars. I just would not let that thing out of my sight. Or a clear suitcase just, of money. Mm-hmm. I just want to experience 
celebrate. I'm looking at the article right now. Leo DiCaprio chats to a glamorously clad model as he parties the night away at Orlando Bloom's lavish birthday bash in Marrakesh. I just want to experience that life, like behind the potted plant at some point in my life. I, Meaning I want to know what that experience is like. I don't need to, I don't need all the, I don't want to be in it. I just right? want to watch it. Okay. So I just, I want to be in it. So yeah. let the record state. Yeah. Thank all you. Right. Great. Let's move on to the next blind item. Blinded by the all right. So this blind item is not confirmed. So we're going with another blind item where the consensus from the comment section is going to be our best guess. So we have two people in this blind item. One is an A-plus list, mostly movie actress. Okay. And the other is her A-list X. A-list X. All right, so two okay, people. So A-plus list and actress and an mostly A-list Mostly movie? X. Mostly movie actress, right. Uh, and her A-list X. Here we go. This A-plus list, mostly movie actress, who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee is acting as a cover for her A-list ex who is about to be accused of some heinous behavior. He thinks it will look better if he is still dating the actress and she can say nice things about him. Probably won't be with a straight face. Is that a clue? Uh, No. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, A-plus list movie actress. Yes. Academy Award winner slash nominee. Do we know, like, uh, are these people, are they divorced or were they ever married? Reese? No. So they were never married. Okay. Okay. They were a couple uh, for about a year and a half. Okay. Recently? Can you give me a hint? Recently. Okay. Oh, they were married recently? No, No, they were were not married. They were together for about a year and a half. Yes. But not married. Then they broke up this fall. Mm -hmm. Then they were photographed together. Uh, sometime this winter. Well, I mean, what A-list couple broke up this fall? I mean, that has to be... They had a movie come out in the fall. They were both involved in this movie. Right. A lot of people did not like this movie. He was a director. She was the star. What? <gasps> Jennifer Lawrence and Aaron Aronof- Darren Aaron Aaron Aronofsky. Oh! <laughs> Okay, so Darren Aronofsky's about to go down and she's going to cover for him. Read the thing again. Jennifer Lawrence is acting as a cover for Darren Aronofsky, who is about to be accused of some heinous behavior. He thinks it will look better if she is still dating, if they're dating, and Jennifer Lawrence can say nice things about him, but it probably won't be with a straight face. Okay, so what heinous behavior? I mean, do you think that he's going to be accused of sexual misconduct next? Let's just say I continue to enjoy Jennifer Lawrence as a human being less and less. I know. Because I feel like maybe I'm just so jaded because of these blind items, but hmm. You know, okay, I, if I may just uh, put words hmm. to the face you're making, or at least my own emotions around her, for somebody who we have lauded for being so real, for being so relatable. Where is she? Um, mm-hmm. Interesting. No, right? but, but my thing about her is that she sounds kind of shady. Well, yeah, and, and honestly, and look, I mean, this is what we have to go on, but... Has she been at the forefront of anything in regard to 
um, Good point. the Me Too movement or Time's Up movement and not that she has to be. But I would think she would have a special obligation because of her relationship with Harvey Weinstein. And not only that, but remember, I, I, I mean, she was part of that huge phone hack uh, where we saw tons of actresses nude photos uh, that they had taken on cell phones or on their personal computers come out. Remember that? Yeah. So she has been in in some way victimized in her life. Um, but you're right. She is not a voice of the movement in a way that you might expect her to be. And here's what I'll say about Jennifer Lawrence. If you dig deep into the archives of crazydaysandnights.net, you will read some things that are speculated about yes. Jennifer Lawrence that will paint her in a completely different picture. Now, you'll have to do the deep digging, and a lot of these blind items have not been confirmed, but it goes along with how Bradley is feeling about her right now. Can you now. just give me, really quickly, can you give us like a general idea of what you might find that would be attributed sure. to her? You know, those photographs uh-huh. that were leaked on. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Fine. I mean, that was a very much a breach of privacy. Mm-hmm. Those photographs, if you are to believe crazydaysandnights.net were not meant to be received by her boyfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. But there was another recipient Mm -hmm. that was supposed to be getting those photos and who probably did, who has been making headlines. And maybe has the initials HW. Which stands for Harvey Weinstein. Fine, I'll just say it. But, you know, it's interesting because um, I am going to just say something that, I don't know, interpret it as you will. But... Jennifer Lawrence, has her career has been fascinating for a number of reasons, but among them, the fact that she will often play roles that are very much more mature than she really is. Always. Which is so, Holly's got the hallelujah hand going. It's, and it's kind of, it's kind of like been a thorn. After she did Hunger Games, she started to play, think about her role in the movie Joy. Think about her role in the, like where she had like teenage kids and you're like, what? You're even yeah. when she won an Oscar for Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. That role was way more mature than her presence on screen yeah. allowed for. And also, I mean, she and then she sort of had this like chip on her shoulder being uh, in the uh, it's the Avengers franchise. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, for like the obligation. Uh, X Men, yeah, because she was, yeah, 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 she was blue. I knew it was superheroes, and I don't get into superheroes because I'm over here in Sci-Fi Town, mm-hmm. um, Doctor Who. Anyway, um, but she always seemed to have this chip on her shoulder, like, oh, I have to finish these movies. That I, I'm like, girl, you wouldn't have a career. I know mm-hmm. you think that your career started with Winter's Bone, and yes, that was a great movie, but um, you know, y- you're no better or worse than anybody else. So right. this notion that she's sort of like the every actress. 
that just seemed a little too pat and a little too uh, mm, deliciously served up for media consumption. This is versus genuine, you know, character reflection. When we, if we go back really quickly to this blind item that you did just read to, I, I think that we will see her doing exactly what he's alleging. Uh, the NT lawyer who runs crazy days and nights dot net or dot net. It's dot, dot net, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, who ha- who is an insider and sees these things and he publishes these blind items. Um, the fact that she is being asked to kind of cover for her ex-boyfriend, I think we'll see it happen for sure. Stay tuned to that and so much more. Because when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know, if you've spent any amount of time with us, Colleen and Bradley, that uh, sports terms and knowledge and excitement uh, is not something we understand very well. No, we don't do sports. Not so much. So we've invited um, my spouse, my husband, Matt Lindstrom, to join us and tell us why we should be more excited about this big Vikings win than we are. He's going to educate us after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. Years ago, there was a promotion and Crunch is there. And I said, hey, I don't live far from here. Would you ever come to my house and wake up my kids? Did yeah. you traumatize your children no. by having Crunch <laughs> come was, and wake up your kids I at 6 a.m.? I wish I would have had the phone cameras. Oh, my gosh. He goes in there. What? 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 I mean, they were so freaked out. But then they thought it was so cool. So now it is at least 10 years later. And I'm like, boys, there's Crunch 15 feet away. And I'm like, Crunch, Crunch, come here. Do you remember thing one and thing two? You know, my kids? Yes. They were green. I mean, they were. Yeah, with embarrassment. Yes, with embarrassment. Let's take a picture because who knows what iteration of Crunch this is. I'm sure it is not the one that woke up your children. (laughs) I laughed so hard. My sister's laughing so hard. Everyone else is laughing so hard. My kids are green. Oh, I'm glad that you're into a public and private shaming of your children (laughs) with the Crunch mask. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. We know you tuned in for the big game on the Colleen balls. and Bradley we show. We got big balls today. <laughs> on my talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Both of us know nothing. Total sports idiots. We're not even so, idiots. We're just ap- apathetic, ambivalent. We're ambivalent. Yes. We are ambivalent um, to sports. But we invited somebody who actually knows what's going on in the sports world. No, not somebody from our neighboring station. I was going to say, you know, we have a... Uh, yeah, sporty thing the, over there next door. It's a sporty place. Okay, sporty place. No, we invited my sports-loving husband, Matt Lindstrom. Hello, honey. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Okay, so um, let me just set this all up, and, and then, uh, honey, I know you've you've mapped out some things to share with us so we understand why we're so excited. We should be so excited, but I have to tell you guys, my husband has been trying to tell me why I should be excited for a very long time. And all I know about the Vikings is this, the Vikings determine the mood and climate of my household every time they play. Oh my God. Because after the game, I'm either going to have like the happiest husband in the whole wide world or the crankiest, right, honey? That's pretty true <laughs> <laughs> so um i that's what i had writing on the game last night i was like we're either gonna have like a great night or it's gonna be horrible 
But the volume in our basement last night told me that something great happened. Matt, why is it that we should be so excited about this? Well, I think for a, a, a number of reasons, but it's not just that they won last night, but how they won in such dramatic fashion. Because what happened last night usually happens to the Vikings. They're usually on the wrong end of, mm-hmm. of those types of games. We have a long history of, of heartbreaking losses, ones that I've watched, you know, many times. And as New Orleans was getting back into the game last night, I think we kind of all had this attitude of, oh, gosh, here we go again. How are we going to lose in heartbreaking fashion this time? And then it didn't happen. <laughs> no, and it didn't happen uh, literally within the last 10 seconds of the game. So as somebody who like watches sports regularly and, and actually loves sports, like what was going through your brain as you actually watched it happen in those last 10 seconds? Well, up until those last 10 seconds, I thought the best they were going to do is get it close to field goal range, and then our kicker would miss it, and we'd still lose the game. But as Stefan Diggs caught that ball, and there's nobody behind him, um, I was at first sunk into the couch with my head in my hands, um, but then I jumped up. All my friends jumped up, our kids jumped up, and we started hugging and piling on each other, and it was just a joyful, joyful scene in the Lindstrom basement. The only thing that I can equate this to, Matt, is uh, for our listeners, and it was something that Rick Nelson pointed out on Twitter, he was like, this is basically the football equivalent of Moonlight winning the Oscar. Oh, yeah. Because you'll remember that moment (laughs) where it was at the end of the Oscar ceremony, they literally were rolling credits, and then somebody points out, oh, the the best picture, actually not who you think it is. Right. It's this uh, this film, and the world went nuts. That is a great um, analogy for for the entertainment world. That is that is spot on. Uh, we were just yeah, we had. I did not see that coming. I don't think anybody saw the end to that game coming. I think we had it all kind of scripted in our heads about how it was going to go wrong, and it it just didn't. <laughs> well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys had sort of already started bracing yourselves before the game even started. So oh, it, yeah. it wasn't like you'd already rehearsed being disappointed. Yep. As Viking fans, you know, we never get comfortable. You know, we were up 17 to nothing last night at one point, And it's like, oh, let's not get too excited here. Let's not get too excited. And then and, they proved you know, why you shouldn't be too excited. And then, exactly. and then they proved themselves wrong. Yep, and the friends we had over, they brought a couple of their kids, and with about a minute, two minutes to go, the uh, the adults and they were like, all right, let's get the boots on, let's get the jackets on, it's going to end soon. And then that happened. Now, and then, I, yeah. you're going to love this question, honey, because you've been trying to teach me about, we're talking to my husband, by the way, an actual Vikings fan. Um, you've been trying to teach me about, uh, about, I almost said basketball, about football for like our entire marriage. Um, yes. Let me just ask you this. If the most exciting parts happen pretty much in the last 20 minutes of the game, why don't, you just why don't they just play minutes? the 20 minutes? Yeah. Why does the thing have to be so ding-dang long? You know, three hours isn't that long, I don't think, for a oh sporting event. And, God. you know, a lot of exciting stuff happens throughout. You know, every scoring play is pretty much exciting. I mean, I, the first quarter for the Vikings game was great. They I, were they were up 17 to nothing. And then 
And it just kind of then it, it unravels. The notion roller coaster I can't go on. The notion that people give up three hours of their lives. I mean, we don't even put up with two hour movies anymore. Do you know how productive I was in those three hours? I got so much done. It was amazing. So Matt, tell people um, for because like I think I know what's going to happen next, but I I probably don't really have a full grasp. I know the Super Bowl is in like three weeks, and there's got to be yeah. another game between and, now and then. And if we win the next game, we're going to the Super Bowl, clearly, that would be huge. And we've got about 30 you, seconds, honey. Yep, you got that right, Brad. They are going to go play in Philadelphia on Sunday. They play the Philadelphia Eagles, and if they beat the Eagles, they bring it home to Minnesota, and they would be the first host team to play in the Super Bowl since the Super Bowl's been happening. That's wow. crazy. That's a big deal. All right, well, thank you, my dear. Have a good day. Thanks, Matt. Goal. Goal! That's the first time I've said it. Didn't feel right coming out of my mouth. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Bradley wants to know, and we actually, we both want to know, what's your least favorite thing about the Super Bowl coming to town? 651. How excited we are for the Super Bowl. 651-641-1071. Everything. No more rhymes now. I mean it. Anybody want to feel it? Entertainment.